Southgate's with Lori. If you enjoy all things equine, this is the place to be. We're rekindling America's love affair with the horse. I'm your host, Lori Richliano, along with my husband and co-host, Victor Richliano. For the next hour, we're going to be talking horse, which y'all know is my most favorite subject in the world. So saddle up, sit back and relax. We have a most excellent show planned for you. Welcome to the season of mud. Ick. It is just sloppy, but you know what? I ha- am very happy, though, for the warmer temperatures. I tell you what, Lori, I will take the warmer weather over the snow and the cold any day of the week. I'll deal with the mud. Now you know why I bought those waterproof boots earlier this year. Exactly. And you know, it's funny because it's like I'm actually looking at my mud boots down there, my rubber boots. I'm like, those are so nice. Those oh, yeah. are so nice. But no, the other uh, last Saturday we were doing lessons. Thank goodness. A beautiful warm day. You know, you wanted to work horses. But, I do but have- the mud was horrible back and forth. <laughs> I do have a hint for people that buy waterproof cowboy boots. Because see, when you put your rubber boots on, you shove your pants down inside the rubber boots. Correct. I don't do that with my cowboy boots because I'm not from South Dakota. Oh, stop that. Do so that. I put them over the top. Uh-huh. Well, you realize you have in your mind that your boots are waterproof, so you just trudge through the water. Yeah. But occasionally the water is about, oh, four inches deep. Yeah. And your pants tend to wick the water up your leg. Exactly, exactly. No, so I look kind of funky. It's the same thing as I got my my pant legs rolled up. Yeah, but you you look cute in those rubber boots running around up there. You look like a duck. Oh, my gosh. And then when you stick. Oh, yeah. What's funny is when the kids stick and their shoe comes off. Yeah, and they're yeah they're they're moving forward and their shoe is stuck. Yeah, and then they're bouncing around because they don't want to step on the ground with their sock. Oh, and then eventually they just succumb it to just it. Goes yeah, to it's no, and that that is it's so funny. It is this it is the season of mud. We're all you know if you're with horses, you know this season. It's usually right by that gate, that turnout gate that you oh, hope yeah. that you can. You know, I think yeah. next week we should uh, revamp because it's going to be really muddy next week. Yeah, because it's getting warmer. I think we should revamp a couple of the segments we did a couple of years ago about how to improve your entrance and exit areas. When I'm muddy. exactly. I'm already thinking that we're going to need some grid stuff on the ground. Yeah. And we're going to need sand. We need to build this thing up because I don't want to be stuck in the mud. <laughs> You're just a stick in the mud. You know yes, that, honey? Know, You're a stick in the just mud. Just a stick in the mud. Just You're no st- fun at all. You're just a stick in the mud. Hey, before we get too far into this episode, why don't you uh, tell all of our listeners who the sponsor is? The sponsor of this week's show is Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer of Healing Arts Chiropractic in Wapiton, North Dakota. One of the best chiropractic guys out there because he knows how to treat us horse riders. Yeah, I know. He treats a lot of the people that ride here. A huge amount. And it's so funny. Every time I go in there when I'm getting my little tune-ups now on my back and such, um, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I know you, and I know you, and I know you, and I know you, and, and you know, we're all riding a little better. Yeah, I know. It's doing great, you know, and I have to thank them. I mean, they donated that round pen last year, and we got tons of use out of it, and oh, it's going to get more use this yes. year. And nice, beautiful 60-foot portable round pen. I Perfect. mean, that was fantastic. They came out of nowhere with that. I know, and that totally gave us a whole nother way to do for our equine-assisted therapy. It gave us a whole nother venue. And now this year... They've donated the funds for the railing for our new outdoor arena. Mm -hmm. And I am looking, though, for a matching sponsor. That's true, because we have enough to do part of it. Mm -hmm. It's a big arena. It's 220 feet by 130 feet, big enough so that we can run actual barrels in there. Correct. And the best part about this, though, it's nice because of what his generous, their generous, the Healing Arts Chiropractic generous donation of this is allow us also to do our equine assisted therapy in another area, gives the counselors another place to work the horses and to work with the students. And in addition to that, it also gives a place for the 4-Hers to come out to. Correct. Correct. Because we're going to be doing... um, 
some 4-H socials. Uh, socials here. So, County you know, 4-H, so thanks, it's going to be beautiful. Thanks to Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer of, you know, Healing Arts Chiropractic. He's really helping the community with their horses. You know, it's really nice that you, you wouldn't think about it. You have a chiropractor in town. I know. And what that company is doing, not only for the mental, for the, the medical. Physical, yeah. Uh, well-being of our community, but the mental well-being also, and the number of kids and adults that they're helping by allowing us to put that arena in. And I tell you, Healing Arts, that what a perfect name for them. It is. I tell you, Lori, I was out there looking at that arena, and what we've been doing is, it sounds kind of weird, but we do our arena footing with a mixture of dirt, horse manure, and shavings. So, well, the wood shavings is very good because... And- yeah, it works. So we take that stuff out, and then they, they've been dumping there all year long, and I didn't realize how much they've been dumping yeah. until the snow melted. And now I see all these little mounds out there. Ah. I'm dying to get the tractor out there with that grater on there and turn all that it's stuff up t- and start working on that footing. Yeah, and the more, the more the, literally, that the wood stuff in there, the better, because it absorbs the moisture. We get a better footing. We don't get yep. these mud pits. But you have to uh, help me now, because okay, I'm so excited about it, and I want to go out there and do this, yeah. Uh, especially because you know, unfortunately, last year our main tractor blew up. Yeah, that was awesome. But uh, Richley Animal Farms went ahead, and uh, it was tight. But we found a very nice one, thanks to Matt Anderson. Yeah. And Matt and Mary went and picked it up for us all the way in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful used forty twenty John Deere tractor. Yeah. And I'm dying to get it out there on that arena, but you have to help me because there's so much mud. I know I'm going to get stuck. Oh please so don't. So ask me each day: Is the mud? mud- dry is the mud if, dry. It's, if it's close to being dry i'm going out there but i'm dying to drive that tractor because yeah, the anderson family helped out well it did great that it's so funny matt put a little video on i think it was my facebook about you happily driving that in our indoor in the indoor arena yeah, yeah. and it does a good job doesn't oh, it does it? a great job you know and also with that it's uh shervin's mm-hmm. uh, equipment rental and purchase in uh wapaton they gave us a great price because the, the tractor's too big for our flatbed yep so they rented us very and so inexpensive a uh, three axle gooseneck flatbed and Matt and Mary it? drove all the way to Wisconsin to pick that yeah, up now Shervin's is really good they also have pipe fencing and yep. they do fencing for horses and they have all sorts of feeders and etc because uh, she's a actually it's funny Mr. and Mrs. Shervin were longtime Arabian horse breeders right and we'll put a link to their uh, phone number and stuff like that in the show notes so you guys can contact yeah. them if you're anywhere in the area and you need fencing trailers oh, yeah. tractors they have good used tractors horse trailers horse tra- they have nice horse uh, They get some in. They're safe. They're good to go. Give them a call. They're a great, great it's member of our community. in Wabana, North Wabana Dakota. in North Dakota. And, you know, Lori, I want to welcome, we have a new working student that's starting. I heard. And her name is Anna. You haven't had a chance to meet her yet, but I spent um, mm-hmm. last week Sunday uh, with her, and she is a uh, relative, actually, of Jessica Miller. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a lot of the Miller family. Well, the Miller, the, the Miller family is horses. That's in their blood. Okay, yes. that's in their blood. I, I mean, mean, Deb started. Deb Miller started. How many years? We're not even going to say how many years ago because I'm not allowed to talk about Deb's age on the air. Yeah, she's and, as old as you are. <laughs> no, that's not very old. Then she's just a young whippersnapper. But I tell you, Deb makes some of the best baked beans you have ever had. Yeah, no, they're very. She good. does these beans in a crock pot. You and your and, food issues. But you know, they're beans. At least I'm not asking for pie. Yes, it, it is. You, yeah. made, you told me I can't ask for no, pie. No, it's time that so we're, we're going to cut you. 
accuse that. this, don't bring me pie unless you want to bring me pie. Oh, my gosh. Then I would have to accept it. No, okay. See, Victor's on a thin spring diet. I've got him... I'm know, on a seafood diet. Anytime I see food, I eat it. No, no. You are... We, we're, we're thinning They said now. seafood diets are the best nope. to lose weight. Nope, nope, nope. See, the thing is, is you are now getting ready. It's for spring. It's time to get your spring fitness. We've seen what the horses look like coming off winter, okay? I know. I, know. I little... just have my little bit of my winter weight on, and yeah. you're out there lunging me daily. So I am, because, you know, that cinch, that cinch is on the last oh, God, hole. Oh, that cinch is so tight. So, um, we better, we better get the cinch a little bit looser. But anyways, back to Anna. Uh, <laughs> I met her for the first time. Jessica brought her out here. Uh, as a matter of fact, she is the one that owns Doc. Mm-hmm. And Doc's um, one of our newest therapeutic horses. Right. And she brought, uh, she came out here to visit him. And uh, Doc is here. Uh, Jessica has him leased for the summer to uh, get him into condition and get him healthy again and to, um, yeah, we started giving uh, Jessica, she's had some, now literally like some project horses that right, she's been working on. Right, and, she did such a great job with Aspen. Right, so now and, we keep giving her new project horses. And so she's working with Doc right now. But Anna came out, she brought treats and all this other stuff for Doc, and he loved it. And I met her, and she's a budding photographer, so she fits well That's good. into our group. She has a little photography business up in Moorhead mm-hmm. and uh, does great work with babies. I saw some of her work. That's what she specializes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the exact phone number here, but if anybody has uh, babies out there mm-hmm. or small children that they want some photography work done on, they can email you where? Lori at hoofbeesatlori.com. And we will forward you uh, Anna's contact information, mm-hmm. and you can contact her. She has very inexpensive rates and for very nice photography up in the Fargo-Moorhead area. Oh, she's doing well. But she's down here and going to be a working student, so we want to welcome her on and uh, looking forward to that. And again, like you said, Doc has done his first therapy session. I thought that's awesome. You know, you know, no horse here eats for free. No, they all, <laughs> they all have to work, and that's kind of my theory here is that you do that with me. I don't get to eat unless I work. Absolutely. You know, so Doc was, uh, Danae really loved him. Yeah. That's uh, one of our counselors. And she said, well, let's try Doc and some groundwork. So we pulled him out early on Tuesday morning and uh, brought him into the cross ties. And he worked with one of the adult clients and did fantastic. So later that day, we had a young person walking around and they asked about him. And they said, well, what do you think? And I said, well, he's real calm. I'd never been on him. You said Jessica had ridden him, and oh, he did really well. Yeah, I put poor, poor Jessica on the... Other she'll than tell you being a still, little bony. Yeah, well, because you know, he's getting his weight back and such. And, and he's also older, so we're building up his back muscles. But no, I put her on the lunge line the other Saturday. <laughs> did and you said, make her bounce? Um, yeah, without stirrups, without a saddle. <laughs> and I said, work... And she was like, what? I'm like, nope, you have to work on your core. And she's like, ah! I'm like, nope, without saddle, without... Yeah. Bri- well, I did her without saddle, without bridle. I just put her on there, and I put her on the lunge line, and... I made you win. Yeah, she had to work. Well, we had a young client that we put up there and just fell in love with Doc, and he was so calm and so gentle, and Danae was able to lead him around and discuss some things with that client that I think went really, really well. So Doc is fitting in perfectly uh, into that program. So we're looking forward to having him for a long time. That was part of the stuff we talked with Anna about and making her a working student is now she has a place for her horse to be and a way to take care of it. So I think that's really fantastic. I love it. I think it's great to see the, a whole new aspect. Coming yeah, in. and a whole new group of people coming in. And, you know, Lori, with that, with Hoofbeats for Healing, we've been really tough this year for funding. Oh, my gosh. Uh, COVID well, everyone has, shut has down all the nonprofits. All... Well, every single one of us has been working very difficult. It's been difficult. And it's tough because, you know, we used to do a lot of in person fundraising where people come out and have some fun times and do different things like that. But with COVID shutting that down, all of a sudden, 
because we always did a little bit online, but all of a sudden you have every nonprofit across the country is online begging people to help them. It's And hard. it's just too much. It's an overflow. And it's well, not that they don't need the money. All of us do. Well, the other problem with it, too, is honestly, it, this has affected everything. This this I, this is so far reaching. Mind you, we're going into our one-year anniversary of the COVID right. issues because of March. You know, it's right. coming in here. Um, but the other thing you've got to think about is it's the individual people because, you know what, most there's a lot of people who lost their jobs. Right. So how are they going to do that? And you know what, they had the extra spendable income when it was fine to do that. But right now, trying to do tithings and trying to do donations it's it is difficult because we're just starting to build back up right. and hopefully we don't get our you know the rug pulled out from underneath us i know all of us is, are just kind of waiting for that well, you know we had some good news the other day I, it was at texas and well, texas and wyoming and have wyoming have eliminated their mask mandates okay, which the, i'm watching that i little, i know i you know, you know. With, you know you have to look at that by going okay i see the progression but health people because I don't. I hope they're not. I hope they're still washing their hands. I yep. hope they're still well, keeping the distance. We make them distance. wash their hands when they come here. Oh, you chase I'll those kids around down. with that bottle of Lysol, Lysol. when they show up. Oh, they're yes. all used to it now. They hold their breath, close their eyes, hold their hands up, and like Lori sprays them. Absolutely. No, they they've learned that from day one. They you know that well, you know you unless they don't get, bleach them down. You seem to get a lot of enjoyment out of that. So I bet even when they relax, when the CDC relaxes the COVID restrictions, you're going to keep doing it. Absolutely, I know you will. because health is number one. <laughs> but we have some new fundraisers coming up. We're going to be getting hearing about those in the next couple shows, and we're going to do some stuff online. Plus, we're hoping, 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 and we think we got a way to do some in-person stuff and stay within the, the guidelines. That'll be great. You know, and Lori, I was looking again at our analytics, and it's amazing how many people are picking up the show. I think it's fantastic. I think the switch. Yeah, all like us. You like us. I know. That's it makes fun. you feel wanted. Yeah, well, that's good. The only thing that makes me feel more wanted is pie. Stop it. Stop it. Your cinch is tight. Okay? <laughs> You're gone up in cinch. Okay? I have to know, really tighten it down now. But you know, Hoofbeats with Lori is now available on podcasts, and we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuned In, Google Podcasts, along with approximately a hundred other podcast platforms we're all over and we're getting listeners as far away as singapore i think that's so awesome. which is fantastic you know so if you're interested in sponsoring a show it's or worldwide an episode ex- worldwide, worldwide exposure. exposure or if you have any ideas for the show you can contact Lori where oh, Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com and make sure to follow Lori on instagram now that we're back going again i'm I've gonna got make instagram. her put those oh pictures. but also you know you, you oh, know tiktok but tiktok it's not i love t- Lori. you know that it's uh, nicely, nicely naked, naked sphinx. sphinx. So I do my nicely naked. So I, I know y'all are starting to look into that because even people who didn't look at TikTok before, they're like, oh, that's just a kid's app. Oh, no, it's not, people. It's awesome. All right. How many cool little foodie people do I follow on there? I oh, follow, it's, it's, a, it's a great Oh, platform. and home improvements? Have you seen my home improvement Oh, things? yeah, I see it because it's on my list. <laughs> but there's also some horse stuff on there that Lori's doing. And what is your, if they search your name. They can go nicely naked. Or they can search Lori Richliano on TikTok. On TikTok, and it will pop up under Nicely Naked. Click I've on that. I've got some weird little things She's in there. She's got some great stuff with Flicka and some great stuff with Forever on there. So make yeah. sure. I take I take pot shots at 
a couple different things. It's yeah. kind of fun. It's Make more sure tongue in cheek. You're following Lori on uh, TikTok. on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, and uh, make Never sure know you what like, I'm doing. <laughs> follow all that stuff. And with that, Lori, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we've got some great topics this week. We're going to talk about barn friends are the best friends. And we have another listener question that goes, I just purchased my dream horse, but I'm not sure she likes me. Uh (laughs) So stay tuned. We'll be right back. When we change the way we look at things, things change. Introducing equine-assisted physical and psychotherapy available at Richliano Farms and partnered with licensed therapists Ashley Thompson and Danae Hagenson. Equine-assisted therapy is on the forefront of the most successful treatments used to improve all levels of mental well-being, including PTSD, autism, trauma, children and family conflict, as well as helping to relieve the day-to-day stress we all experience in our lives. So whether you're dealing with the loss of a loved one a traumatic event, or just feeling stressed out. Let us show you how a session with one of our therapy horses and licensed counselors can start you on your path to a relaxed and happier you. Most medical insurance is accepted. Contact 218-643-9330 or visit alwayshorses.com to set up your appointment today. Clothing alterations and more for the equestrian. Make an off-the-rack or average show jacket extraordinary with custom alterations to your exact size. Custom tailor your show outfit and look your best in the show ring. Western, hunter, showmanship, and more all carefully altered to your correct measurements. Look the part of a champion in the ring with Carol's alterations at Country Cottage Crafts. 218-557-9224 or check them out on Facebook. Country Cottage Crafts in Kent, Minnesota. Welcome back to Hoofbeats with Lori, brought to you by Healing Arts Chiropractic, Wapiton, North Dakota, Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer. We're rekindling America's love affair with the horse one Saturday at a time, because most of these things go up on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, mostly. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you've come to know this is the place to be. You know, Lori, before we get into this next segment, um, I forgot when we were talking about the new working students. Yes. We have a second new working yes. student. And I forgot because I'm normally not out in the barn very much on Sundays. No. And her name is Hannah. Mm-hmm. And she's been here for a couple weeks now. And she works with Amber and her sister, Emily, who come in on Sundays. And now Emily has been a working student at the farm for quite a while. And Amber is one of our uh, interns for the Equine Assisted Therapy Program. But Hannah has come here, and uh, she's doing a really good job, from what I understand. And she's always loved horses, but had no experience with horses. This is the outlet for you. Yeah, so she's doing really, really well, and we're hoping this summer to have her here a couple more days during I, the week. From what I'm hearing, and the rumblings in the trenches, is there going to be quite a big working student program this year? Because actually, one of the assignments this year for our working students who've already done like you know a year or two years with us, so they're already indoctrinated, they know what it's doing, is they're taking on a younger group this year i know and so, so they're going to be assigned they're becoming mentors and i gotta tell you amber and jessica have been doing a great great job at training people and now we're moving um danielle up into that same yes. position but she's going to get some little little kids yeah and that's what we're going to do is we have some of the um the I don't know, teenagers, older teenagers, yeah. they're taking on some really young kids are going to do for like a couple hours, right. half a day, you know, up to right. lunch. But it's mainly an exploratory thing. And I say basically it's that way they're there to learn the first beginning bits of horse bit. 
And you know, Lori, I'm so excited about that. And with that, it goes right into our next segment, which is entitled Barn Friends Are the Best Friends. Ah, yes, they are. And to get this started, I was walking around, you know, bopping around the internet like I always am, looking for horse stuff for the show. And the stalker that you are, yes. yes. And I came across an article that was written by Justine Griffin. And I want to read two paragraphs from that. Okay. And it'll kind of set the stage for what we want to talk about. Now, Justine wrote that um, this was at her last show of the season. She wrote, after my halt and salute, she's a dressage rider, Mm -hmm. I walked out of the dressage arena feeling defeated. I just put down the worst test of the year. Yeah. But at least it was over, my barn friends reminded me, as we strolled back to the barn and the next in our group started to get ready for their ride down center line. The silver lining, the last event of the year, certainly did not go the way I had intended. I tried to be grateful um, grateful that I was riding at all, given what a terrible year 2020 had been. Here, here. And, yes. <laughs> and I remained focused on my barn crew, the other women and girls in our group who went on to have great rides later that day. Then she goes on to say, in my opinion... Equestrian sport is a team sport, but in much more subtle way than most other mainstream sports. We are judged individually, most often, and sometimes we compete against our own friends and barn mates. Yes. But we are a team, as one barn under one trainer, as a group, who take lessons and share quality horse time in the barn aisle together. We work in tandem at events, holding crops and water bottles ringside, filming each other's rides, and most importantly, being there to clap and holler as one of our own crosses through the finish flags. The older I get, the sense of community has become more important to me. Absolutely. You know what she's become? What's that? Part of a herd. That's right. (laughs) I mean, seriously, think about that. She's become part of a herd. Right. We are a herd of barn people. We are. We are a herd of barn people. That's actually kind of interesting because I'll go on to a little bit. I don't think I've even told you about this. I'm coming up soon, and this is what I've been working in my mind at night as I stay up late. Oh, we're in trouble now. Exactly. No, there's a couple things that are being, they're going to be coming down the pike. And I put these things out there because if I put them out there, I have to do them. Two things that are going to be coming down the pike, I, my goal is to hit this year, is two ebooks. Right. One of the ebooks is actually on Sphinx. Right, on Sphinx On cats. Sphinx, on Care. It's going to be like, I, I've got my Sphinx, now what? Right. Because I, I get so sick of I write the same emails and the text and to over, everyone yeah. over and over. So I'm going to actually, you know, have an ebook published this year. And that's what I'm in the process of, which means I need to put more pen to paper. Right. So see, I put my... Or finger to keyboard. Exactly. But it's goal out there. And, you know, the other thing is when we're talking about the horses like that, with that type of camaraderie, it's another set with the ebook too, is with the horses, is getting, um, it's a thought process and it's be the mare. Right. You're going to see that come out this year. It's more of a, a psychological book. Right. It's going to be my thoughts of how to literally run your home, your household, your friendship as a lead mare. 
That's a good idea. I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's and that's been I've been you know doling that around in my mind in the middle of the night as you all know. In I can, that vast wasteland <laughs> up there. Oh, I've been yeah vast wasteland. I'm going to be tightening your cinch. Yeah, that's what I I've been know, thinking about. I know. There goes my pie for today. That's it's right. Gone. More cinch. But I couldn't tightening. resist it. You okay, know. but no, that's actually um, one of the be the mares, and it's it's kind of a little bit on a psychological benefit, but it's also it's an empowering book. Right. It's it's it is aimed towards women and young women about coming of age and how to take a little bit more control of your life but it also can be for it can also be gender non-specific because even I see young boys how do they need to stand up for what they want to do in life even for like say sports or for school how do they become a leader so that's kind of what the book is working on that sounds really good and you know with the the topic of barn friends are the best friends you know I I really it, it clicked just this bulb went on in my brain when you're talking about um, that it's like a herd. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, a herd of horses, they're usually pretty much, you know, they look, they all look like horses. They all, you know, belong together. They're different colors, different species, not different, but different um, breeds, breeds sometimes, different genders, all the other stuff like that. But they always have something that identifies them as a horse. Well, our barn students, if you notice, when you become part of a barn, you end up wearing sweatshirts or jackets that have the barn name on it. So it's kind of like putting your own horse coat on. It's called branding. It's called branding. I think it's fantastic because they all want to be part of it. They do. And it's, it's good to be part of something that's positive. And I can't think of anything more positive than working on your own self-esteem building yourself up building others up helping out a horse helping an animal learning kindness and compassion how to uh, and the best thing is you know what they're learning what's that how to fail yeah it's it's how to fail no one teaches how how to to fail In today's day and age, we are a society of everybody gets a ribbon. Well, it's the other thing. Okay, there's two things that are super important in life. And um, again, I saw a TikTok video, so it must be true. I love these things. (laughs) No, I love these. I love those TikTok videos. I literally look at them. No, one, it was, he was an older gentleman. He was, he had to be like 85. And he was doing so a TikTok. your age. Oh, yeah, you wish. Uh-huh. Anyway, he was doing a TikTok video. Oh, my goodness. An 85-year-old man. doing a TikTok Correct. video? And you know who he was showing it on? What? How to fall. Yep. He said, how to fall. He says, and this is something that he's been practicing since he was younger. He says, since he was in his 50s. He's actually on TikTok showing people how to fall so you don't break bones, so that you can roll, how to tuck properly, how to put your forearms out so you don't fracture your wrists, how you don't fracture your hips. I'm like... That is brilliant. And yes. that's an 85-year-old man telling you how to fall. So he's teaching you how to fall. So, again, we're teaching people how to fall. We teach them how to fall off horses. Right. People don't think about that. Well, it's what not happens? just teaching them how to fall. It's teaching them how to fail that they and don't then, have to win every day. Well, also, how to fall, how to fail, and then how to pick yourself up, dust yourself up, and get up and do it again. I mean, I've noticed we've had kids that have come in here that we'll have like little competitions. We do the cone game. Yes. Stuff like that. And they have to place the cones and not knock the barrels over and different things. And they don't realize all the little fine tuning that right. they're, and they're teaching you know, themselves. You'll have one kid that wins. And at the beginning, when it's a new group that's out there, you can see the other ones looking at them like, I can't believe that they won and I didn't. And as time goes on, you find them, even when they don't win, if it's the week that they don't win, they're going over to the person who won and congratulating them and then kind of coyly or kind of under their breath they go but wait till next week i'm going to be where you are exactly and they're also picking up hints and 
ideas of how they can win and how they can get better. And what's interesting is that they are we're making some great friendships in here with these kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, we probably run 70 plus children in a year through our barn. Yeah, there's a lot. And uh, I mean, it's they all come and you can come and see. I have mm-hmm. I'll have to put it up on our Instagram is take a picture of my pictures on the fridge. That's my big thing. Yeah. If you ride here, I want one of your school pictures, or if you don't have a school picture, we'll take one of you that I can hang on the fridge. And I tell everybody, these are my kids. Right. And I treat them that way. They are my kids. Every single one of them. They all get yelled at the same. Oh, yeah. And we they treat get everybody the, the same. same. No matter yeah. what they're here. And we have kids from every walk of life. From Some of them have disabilities and different things like that. And none of them get treated different. No. They're all treated exactly the same. Yes, exactly. You know, figure out what you're good at. Do that and do a good job at it or Lori's going to yell at you. Exactly. And have the other people support you as well. And that's, that's a big deal is because the support. So... It's not. It's the support of the community, support of the herd. Right, and it's it's interesting because these kids, some of them, have been going to the same school together for years. Correct. And they know the person, mm-hmm. but they're not friends. So and then now. all of a sudden they come to the barn, and they're put in a situation where they work together and they play together. They during the summertime we have kids that come here at anywhere between seven thirty in the morning and nine o'clock in the morning and get dropped off by their parents. They bring a lunch with them mm-hmm. and they stay here till the parents get off of work in the evening, you know, five, six, seven o'clock in the evening and get picked up and go home. And so these kids are together all day long and they're working on projects, they're fixing we, things, we they're run riding it, horses. Well the thing is it's kind of interesting and I love it because we run it as a family. Right. This is literally one giant family, and as the family works, we know if we all eat, we all eat. If we all starve, we all starve. Right. And but we all do group things together because that's what you're, again, I, I do. We raise this as a farm. It's a, it's a herd. Yeah, and these, an kids, herd. these kids bond together, and they become friends with kids that they've known for years, but they were just acquaintances. Mm-hmm. And now they're friends, and these friendships are growing, and they're protective of each other. Yes. I remember a story from right before COVID hit when kids were in school full-time, and we had one of the children at the end of the year that was being bullied. Yeah. And the bully was pushing this child around, and the rest of the group heard about it. Mm-hmm. And it was being done pretty much at the same time every day at school, and the teachers couldn't catch it, so nothing was happening. But all of a sudden, the entire herd showed up and said, if you want to bully this child, you have to bully us all. Right. We're not going to attack you. We're not going to be mean to you, which is what we teach them. We do not promote violence. We promote people getting along. We stand with strength. But we stand together with strength. And if one of us is attacked, then we all defend. Mm -hmm. And the bullying went away. It just left. And nobody told the kids to do that. They did that on their own because these are their friends. They're protecting their own. And we learned this a long time ago with our kids, which yeah. our kids are grown and gone. And they have They're their own in different parts now. of the country. Some of them have their own kids now. And the friendships remain. Yeah, it's great. Friendships that they made on the show circuit. We still hear from I still hear from our students that we've had that we trained when they were like, like nine, ten, eleven years like old. Like we're talking in the early nineties and these kids have got kids of their own now. Right. I mean, we have one of our students, uh, Aubrey, Mm -hmm. that uh, she did three tours in Iraq. Yep. And she has her own kids now. We keep getting letters from them. They want to do a a reunion at our farm. 
and have us give lessons to their kids. And it's and nice. I and think she, that's going to be a great idea. And she still has the bloodline, the same horses that she had. Well, she was the last one to get to breed the image before we left Colorado. Yeah, I mean, and so we're talking, they're learning responsibility, um, and it's reinforced because the others know. The praise goes to those who do well and who do the right thing. I mean, literally, I the couple phrases you'll hear from me is, go take on the day, go right. do the right thing. right. Do the right thing and go take on the day. And the other thing is, honestly, if you're growing, you're dying. Right. So you have to think about that. And, you know, I had one of the kids um, was riding along with me the other day in the car. And um, it was interesting because they all look at me funny because I talk to everybody, no matter where I'm going. If I'm going to the store, to the bank, or wherever it is, walking out of the doctor's office, I say hi. And if I can think of something funny or whatever that's going on, I'll make a comment. And one of them asked me, well, Victor, you talk to everybody. You don't even know these people. Mm -hmm. Why do you do that? And I told them, I said, you know, you can say that you were a success today if you made one person smile. You don't, you have no, ex and that's, that's a perfect example. And that's what we try to teach everyone here. It doesn't matter what you do or where you're doing it. We just use the format of the horses because it's what we know and how, what we live. But honestly, you don't know what battle that person next to you is going through, what depression they may be going through, what is a hard day, a bad day, is something that is eating at them. And just by making them smile or laugh and give them a little bit of a, hey, it's okay, that just might have saved them that day. We see that have, with our you psychotherapy. No, you have no idea how many people you touch in a day. And if somebody is walking Ripple towards effect. you... effect. If somebody's walking towards you and they've got this grumpy look on their face and you look at them with an even grumpier look, then we have two grumpy people. Right. I always say something, try and make something cute or nice or funny... And if you can make that, and sometimes it's just smiling at them. Yeah. It's amazing when you smile at somebody, how many people will smile back. The other thing is, honestly, a lot of people, and I got, I get accused of this, and so does Tanya and Jessica, especially Jessica, um, is... You're not supposed to mention Jessica's name. Oh, that's right. We don't mention the word of Jessica. Yeah, so... Yeah, don't mention don't, Jessica. Don't, don't remember Jessica. Yeah, she didn't okay. mention Jessica's De name. No, would never mention... It's a student. We'll go it's, with that. Yeah, go okay. ahead now. Okay, so Jessica, if she was a student. Anyway, some of us... <laughs> I, <laughs> sorry, Jessica. Oh, I wasn't supposed to mention shh, name. shh. shh. Okay, go ahead. She's going to kill me. Go ahead. Anyway, it has to do, I, I'll take them as myself. When I'm working on something, a horse or something, I've got this, sometimes of a, a, I guess some people call it an aggressive looking face. I'm concentrating. I'm thinking. I'm not working on my outside face. It's kind of grumpy looking, I guess, or, or stoic. Yes. No, it's grumpy. It's okay. not stoic. It's, it's grumpy. Okay. Trust well, me. it's only because I'm internalizing and I'm not angry at the situation. I'm not angry at the people around me. I'm just thinking and working. I'm not worried about what my facial projection is doing. I'm not about that. So people get accused of that. So you might see somebody on the street who is actually thinking and, you know, maybe they're working on something and they look grumpy, but you know what? They're not. So smile at them. They'll go, hey, okay, and they'll smile back. It has nothing to do with you people. It's them. <laughs> so what one of my philosophies is you've had a good day. If you can make one person, especially a stranger, smile. Yep. And if you can do that each day, you're living a good life. Go take on the day. So 
what we're going to recommend is if you're around Richliano Farms and you want to be part of our group, contact Lori where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. If parents are listening to this and you want your children to be part of our group during the summer, they can email you where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. And if you're not in our area, find a barn. Find a group somewhere. Form a group at your barn. Join 4-H. Find a group at your barn. In your area, if there isn't one and you have a couple horses, Make it start one. your own group. Get people to come and help. Volunteer at your local shelter. Correct. And if there's no horses around, go to an animal shelter. Correct. Help with the dogs and the cats. That You'll be amazed. The more you give, the more you get. And it has nothing to do financially. The more you give, the more you get emotionally. And that is worth more than gold. So with that, Lori, I want to remind all of our listeners to remember that barn friends are the best friends. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. At Rich Liano Farms Training Center, we work with you and your horse to make what you want easy for your horse to understand and to help you achieve your riding goals. Our training methods are proven by our clients' successes. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation. Horse training and riding lessons are available and taught by a United States Equestrian Federation horse judge, clinician, and trainer. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training session or riding lesson at Rich Liano Farms today. Minnesota Gun Class has trained thousands of students to be safe, competent, permit-to-carry holders. In our classes, you will gain the knowledge and skill to keep you and your family physically and legally safe. You will learn how to develop a personal protection plan, handgun basics, how to select a handgun that's right for you, shooting fundamentals, the legal use of force, what to do legally after a violent encounter, and Minnesota carry law. For more information and to register, visit us at minnesota.gunclass.com. That's minnesota.gunclass.com. Welcome back to Hoof Beats with Lori. Brought to you this week by Healing Arts Chiropractic, Wapton, North Dakota, Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer. If you love horses, this is the place to be. Are you sure? I am 150% positive. All right. Well, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Okay. Where we get to answer questions that have been written in by our listeners. Yeah, these are great. And if they have a question, they can write you where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. Now, this listener question is entitled, I just purchased my dream horse, but I'm not sure she likes me. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. This could be a bad purchase. Yes. Oh, dear. What are we going to do now? I know. Hi, I am feeding you, and you don't like me. Oh, it's like children. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) These are like your children in the house. (laughs) All right. So let me read you this question, and let's see what you can do to help this person. Okay. All right. She writes, hello, I just purchased my dream horse, a 12-year-old Pinto half-Arabian mare. She is stunning. I fell in love with her at first sight. The only problem is I don't think she likes me. (laughs) Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's unfortunate. When I walk into the barn, it seems like she does not even care that I am there. She doesn't do anything specific. That is the problem. You know what? Are we talking about children in our household? Seriously, because I have so many parents who go, this sounds like my child. She doesn't do anything specific. That is probably the point. She doesn't do anything different when I arrive. I listen to your show, and I hear you describe how forever acts when you come into the barn, and that is what I want. 
Please help. You want a banging Thank- horse who screams and wants her sugar cookies? And Oh, really? Please help. <laughs> Thank you from Marsha in Carnation, Washington. Okay. All the way from the West Coast. Oh, well, you know what? All I got to say is... It's just like the kids. I mean, every single parent's like, you know what? Get used to it because it's kind of what a teenager is when they come into your house. You have no idea. They don't pay you any attention unless it's, can I do this? Or hang on, let me, what are you doing? I'm doing a TikTok dance. And they're putting it on. But, you know, horses are a little bit different. Yes. They like They like structure. I mean. Children do too. Forever does what she does when she hears your footfalls hit the, the wood coming into with the that, barn. She is good with that, isn't it? Well, because she knows the first thing you're going to do is give her a mint. Absolutely. And that's what she wants. She is working other people, though, right. too. Right, <laughs> but it's it's routine. Yes. You know, so if you want the horse to bond with you, mm-hmm. you have to do something other than walk in and just throw food at it. Yeah, no, it's it's it has to be a certain greeting. It's going to be a routine. It has to be has structure. It's honestly, people say, and we do this with our, gosh, I keep bringing it back to our equine-assisted therapy program. They go, how do those children? do that for you but they won't do it for us because we have boundaries we have structure and they know dang straight this is yes this is no there's no gray yeah and the thing is is one of the things that i've seen with you do is do groundwork with the horse yeah you know those horses like to exercise they like to get out of their stall they like routine and sometimes if you're too tired to ride or, you know, it's too cold or, you know, I don't know, you know, just, you're just, eh. you know, the thing is, at least take your horse out, walk it, lunge it, give it a treat, but make it part of your routine. You know, all right. So I come in the barn was the first thing I do. Hey, forever. She already hears my footfalls. She knows that I can already hear her banging as soon oh, yeah. as my footfalls. I mean, I can't even make it in the door and she knows my Voice and or... she wants you so bad that she starts, and she knows because I'm standing right there. Yeah. And when she starts banging the stall, I pick up the squirt wa- bottle and squirt her with the water, which and, she hates. And she, yeah, but she will go. But past she will that. do that because oh, if mom doesn't realize that I'm still here waiting, uh-huh. she might go do something else first. She needs to come see me first. And I always come see her, and she always gets a she always gets a little mint, you know. And sometimes if she's grumpy, I'll talk to her about her attitude. Oh yeah. And we deal with her attitude, and then sometimes if she's a little bit she's got a little bit too much animation i'll go okay can you do some tricks for me she goes okay and what does she do she does her bowing she does her circling she does little things and and she makes me happy and she gets treats and she's happy she sucks on her little candies and she's good for the rest of the day but what is that um when you get her to bow Mm -hmm. isn't that a form of groundwork it is a form of groundwork so what you're doing is you're channeling it so whether i take that horse out and make her walk with me um move her feet what am i doing i am controlling that other horse by making her bow i'm not forcing her to bow she likes to bow i taught her the trick she thinks it's neat but i am moving her feet so i am still the mare in control and there's a reward at the end there's a great reward at the end she gets either you know an apple in my pocket or you know or mince or whatever she knows or she'll get a big old hug and that mare gives great hugs so groundwork isn't necessarily taking her out and hard lunging her or chasing her around or doing anything like that it could just be something that's different Imagine sitting in a 12 by 12 box for the majority of the day. Now, all of a sudden, somebody comes in. If you're that somebody that comes in that takes the horse out of that box... 
that lets it go and do things. You're going to become a favorite. You're going to become the favorite because they know when you come in. And it doesn't have to be every time, but the majority of the time when you come into the barn, besides that treat, you're going to take them out of that box. You know, and we do have to think about it in that situation because horses, especially if they're kept in a stall situation, that's not natural to them. And um, we keep them that way for our convenience, not for them. Okay, so it's literally, we've changed their structure. We try to feed them as often as possible. We try to mimic that. We try to give them exercise. But regardless, horses are not kept in it. They just don't live like that. They're not used to being in a box. No, it's not like that. So let's try to liberate them. Make you the happy person that comes there. They should look forward to seeing you. And how do they do that is be very consistent with what you do. And do your groundwork. Now remember, you still want to set aside the time for rigorous training. Absolutely. They like that too. Well, they They, need that. They They like that feeling of accomplishment. You know, and the way you feel good after a good rigorous training session with your horse. Your dopamine levels. If you've gotten that two-point position down, Mm -hmm. you were doing it at the walk all day long, but now you finally got it at the trot, that's a big thing for you. Mm -hmm. And you will feel excited and happy. Exactly. So will your horse. It's going to feel those things. The endorphins are important, and that's, again, mental health. And that's what you're doing with your horse when you're, you know, I don't think my horse likes me. Well... Have you made that bond? Right. Maybe the bond isn't as strong as you need. You should be able to, literally, she should hear your voice and probably start calling to you. Right. Wookering or, Wookering or whinnying or, or, or something. Right. Because that's that connection. That's when you know you have that connection. If you don't have that connection with your horse, work on it. She can't work on it. It's up to you. Right. You have to put the time in and set those times for, and make sure when you're doing that rigorous work that you set small goals. Because right. if you set a big goal, you're going to fail. And when you fail, you're going to be depressed. And, and when you're depressed, the horse is depressed. So that's all the horse is going to remember. And also remember, each horse has a different personality. Some horses are just like humans. Some horses are more huggy. Some horses are more touch-touch. Some horses are more verbal. Some are a little bit a little standoffish by nature. But even the standoffish ones, they will let you in. But you have to work on it. It's not, a you know, oh, yay, it happens. It's not that. And you have to learn what they want yeah it's like we have a mare you and i have owned her since she was she's 21 this year and we've owned her since she was a year old yeah she's a national champion show horse she's in our therapy program our lesson program and it's funny because new people will come in Mm -hmm. and the other this happened a week ago I brought in this family, and they were taking the tour of the farm and trying to decide if they want to do lessons and things like that. And they have since started lessons, so that's good. And I open up Doll's stall door, and um, she's standing there, and they're scratching her. Mm -hmm. And as they're scratching her, they're getting real vigorous with their scratching, which she likes. And she starts stretching her neck and turning her head, showing them Mm -hmm. that she likes it. And all of a sudden, she spins around and shows them her butt. Mm -hmm. And the one, the the mother goes, oh, no, move, move, move. Don't stand there. She's going to kick you. She's going to kick you. And I said, no, she's not. She wants you to scratch her butt. Mm -hmm. She's She's walking her You did such a great job on her neck. Her favorite thing is to have her butt scratched. And so she was turning to make her butt more accessible to you. Yeah. She was not going to kick. She yeah. had she, And then when they're standing there not doing it, she turns her head around and looks at them like, hey, 
there's my butt. Scratch it. Exactly. You know, human, do your deed. Right. And it was funny. I started laughing, and the mother felt bad. And I said, mm -hmm. no, I said, that's a, that's a, you need Fine. to watch the back of horses, but there's specific times and specific reasons. Horses don't kick just to kick. Now, the other thing, okay, let's take a look at this whole situation, because, again, this is what horses teach us. And that's kind of what this whole show is about, is what do horses teach us and how they do that. We're reading a horse. And we're realizing that's how we read humans. So, like, if I want attention from my husband, and every time he comes in the room, I give him a sugar cookie, he's going to look for that sugar cookie, and he's going to be, hopefully... Do I get a sugar cookie? You wish. But <sighs> if every time I come in that room, I go, what have you done today? There's my life right there. <laughs> There's my life. There's my life. Now I recognize... First, I wasn't recognizing the cookie thing. Now I recognize where you're okay. going. Okay, so I got it now. Then they turn their tail, and they go. So... Do you I want can to... go? You wish. I don't have to stay? <laughs> Dang I'm it. afraid to leave. Good. Good. Apparently my other training is working. Be the mayor. Um, <laughs> but the good part about this whole situation is the more we learn how to read a horse and to communicate with a horse or make that horse your friend, the more friends that you make in the outside world with humans. Because all of a sudden you learn how to work. And part of that is like learning to read your horse's physical cues, like doll when she turns. Mm -hmm. She's not being mean. She doesn't want you to go away. She wants you to scratch her butt. Be in the moment. Understand it. Don't take it for... Take every issue as it comes. Don't have a preconceived notion. Wow, that's another thing we talk about with humans. Don't have a preconceived notion about somebody because they look a certain way. Right. And it's the other thing too. Deep, deep, the, deep, we're getting deep, deep isn't it? The other thing is, I hope Marsha's understanding all of this. I, I know, she's like, I only wanted my horse to win, Amy. Yeah. I did not need well, this, all of this. This is how you do it. And part of that is keeping in mind your um, state, your mental state when you go into that barn. Yes. If you've had a really bad day and you're really upset, you had two flats on your car, whatever happened, or you're like me a month ago when your engine blew up on your car. For the second time. And you've had a really, really bad day, and you're upset, leave that at the barn door. Yeah. Because your horse is going to read that. They don't deserve it. And they don't want it. No, they don't deserve they it. They want don't a want happy it. person. Boy, that's just like your life, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, they don't yeah. deserve it. They don't want it. Be positive to what you're doing. Again, this entire episode we're talking about today is a lot about mental health. Right. And the thing with, if you want to bond with your horse, if you want to be friends with your horse, do something that helps your horse relax. And one of the best things you can do for your horse is brush your Bring horse. Brush your horse. You know, put them in the cross ties. Start off, we have a three brush system that we go through every time. Start with that curry comb. It's like a massage. Push hard, circular motions. It's good for you. Yeah, your exercise. You're exercising, you're working your arms. Switch hands back and forth. And I tell everybody when you're doing that, if you're making circles with the curry comb in your right hand, put your left hand on the horse. Wax on, Feel wax the horse. off. Yeah, it's like Karate Kid. Wax on, wax off. You know, and it, and it the works. older listeners are like, oh, we understand. The younger yeah. ones are like, what? What, what is what that? What is that? What's the Karate Kid? What is that? That's wrong. So it's, uh, I made the mistake in one of my classes the other day. They asked if we took credit cards. Yeah. And I said, yeah, we take checks, cash, credit cards, anything but library cards. And one of the younger people said, what's a library card? You just did a face smack, didn't I you, I felt right there. so old. Slapped, didn't I you? I felt so... No, you can't hit the students. No, I'm talking your own face smack. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, oh, man, it was like, I am really old. Mm -hmm. But anyways, brushing your horse, take him through the whole three-brush system, okay? 
Use the curry comb. Use the hard brush. Use the soft brush. Spend so much time with that soft brush. It's nice, gentle strokes. It shines up their their coats. They if you want to be it. adventurous, then you take another. You take a towel at the end and just wipe them down. And you can also get a hairbrush mm -hmm. and take your time and brush through their tail and brush through their manes. This type of rhythmic is actually very good for your own neurons and your own uh, brain synapses because what's happening is you're doing repetitive... Synapses? Synapses. I said synapses. I thought synapses was something you did in kindergarten. What did you do today, Johnny? I did some napses. I took some napses. I took some napses. <laughs> no, I said synapses. Can I have a napses? You wish. I wish I could have it. That's your answer to everything is I wish. I wish a lot. I wish. See, if you I know. keep wishing, those are goals. See, I said goals. Yeah, goals. Goals. They're goals, just wishes. wishes. They're dreams for me. Ah, okay. I wonder if my dreams will ever come true. I'm here. Guess what I'm dreaming of now? I'm here. You're not getting pie, darling. See? But you know what I'm dreaming of. I know. But see, I'm here. My wish has come true. I know. You're as sweet as pie. You wish. <laughs> <laughs> There's that wishing thing. I know. Again. Dang it. You know. But getting back to it, basically, is treat your horse how you want to be treated. Be as excited about seeing your horse as you want that horse to be excited to see you. And eventually, all of a sudden, one day, you're going to hear that whinny, 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 whoop, whoop, and your horse will, cr will call out to you, and you're going to be like, yes! It'll be exactly what you want. Spend quality time with your horse. Yes. Make sure you don't just rush in the barn and rush out. There are days you're going to have to do that just to feed them because you're on your way somewhere. But make sure you mark off time each week to go spend quality time with your horse. Your horse will look forward to that time. And they need They it. will know when it's coming. If it's every Thursday at 4 o'clock and Thursday at 4 o'clock rolls around and you're not there, they're going to know. Mentally, it's good for them. And it's good for you. So with that, Marcia, make sure you spend some time with your horse. Make sure that you groom your horse, that you brush your horse, and that Make you yourself the most important thing, thing to that to the horse. horse. And you will be fine. And with that, Lori, we're going to do the most important thing and let our advertisers get some time on air. So we're going to take a short back break. Ooh, I'm, not, I'm speaking more better English today. You are, dear. <laughs> we're going to take a short break, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Since 1946, C. Jarvis Insurance has proven to be a vanguard in fulfilling the modern horseman's insurance needs. Four generations strong, offering coverage for equine mortality, farm and ranch, personal accident, and more. For 70 years, the C. Jarvis Insurance Agency has been setting benchmarks for service provided with honor and professionalism. Contact Terry Ann Boggs at 952-210-1535 or TAB at JarvisInsurance.com. Have you ever dreamt of riding a horse or do you own a horse and dream of better ride? At Richlano Farms Training Center, we can make your equine dreams come true. Our training methods are proven by our clients' success in England, Western, gaming, and riding down the trail. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation that lasts. Horse training and riding lessons for all levels are available, including therapeutic riding. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training or riding lesson at Richliano Farms today. Welcome back to Hoofbeats with Lori, brought to you this week by Healing Arts Chiropractic, Wapton, North Dakota, Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer. We're rekindling America's love affair with the horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you know this is most definitely the place to be. You know, Lori, how many, we're going, what, into our fourth year? I think about, about our fourth year. Of doing this. Yeah. 
We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. And it's I'm still not bored with it. No, it's this is awesome. What's nice, it's a great format for people to understand their horses and then better understand themselves. And I like that we've gone to strictly a podcast format. Oh, it's great because uh, people can listen anywhere and you can take it as you go. You're cleaning your house, turn on your podcast. And if you have to stop, you can stop and come back to listen to it again. And if you subscribe, that's why, please subscribe. Because if you subscribe, you get automatic notifications when yeah. our new one hits. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you allow notifications and whenever we put up a new podcast and it gets released to the general public, you will get a notification that it's there. Perfect. And then share it. Enjoy it. Share Have it fun. with all of your friends. And you can do that through the Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. on all of the Apple devices. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Google Podcasts, along with about 100 other platforms that are out there, including if they go to Facebook under the Hoofbeats with Lori webpage, each week you put up a link. I do. That you can do a direct link directly to our server and download it and listen to it. So it's wonderful. So you can be out there riding your horse, or you can be driving to see your horse, or you can be doing your schoolwork, or you can be cleaning your house, or whatever. I listen to the show when I'm on my way to teach classes. I, I listen to the show. I listen to other people's shows, and I think it's awesome when I'm cleaning the house or when I'm working late at night, and I just want to hear something that I just can think about. I listen to a few different podcasts, but Hoofbeats with Lori is my favorite. I do agree. And it's because of you. Oh, what do you, you want pie? Never mind. <laughs> I was like, what do you want, dear? Oh, never mind. No, I just want a little peck on the cheek. Yeah, a little kiss. And a tiny piece of pie. There you go. Little piece of pie. Any kind of pie. <laughs> You're so spoiled. You're absolutely spoiled. You know, and we want to bring back up Hoofbeats for Healing. Uh, it's a great organization. That's our nonprofit. That's our nonprofit that assists with covering the cost for children and adults that can't afford the equine use fee that are in uh, equine assisted physical and psychotherapy. And there's nothing better for the inside of a person than the outside of a horse. That is a saying by Winston Churchill. There you go. And paraphrasing it, he said, There is nothing better for the outside of a man. Than the in, or they're nothing better for the inside ha. of a man than the outside of a horse. Exactly. See, don't even try to one up. I've know, already got it. I know, I've got it. I, I was already there. I know. I know. I should know better than that. Rule number one: Lori is always right. Yep. Rule number two: When Lori's wrong, see, see rule, rule number, number one, one, and the world is fine. That's why we've been together for over twenty-six long years. Boundaries, structure. We understand. You do A, you get B. <laughs> it's I, I I train my husband the way I train I my know, horses. I know. I get it's, but I never get B. I always get C, which is smacked. Oh no, you don't. You're you so know, spoiled. I am not spoiled. Ask anyone seriously. I work hard. They give you treats. People come here and give you treats. If oh, I'm not I, I got to tell you, on the treat thing, I got to tell you geez, a story. here we go. All right. This started last year. You and your stories. You understand these are becoming famous now, yes. right? Yes. This this started last year. Emily is one of our working students. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh, Emily Keller. Emily. And she came last year, and I was so hungry, and she had brought her lunch. So she has her lunch bag sitting there. And, and her I, mom is really good at packing food. Right. So she has all this food in there. Like and good now, stuff. at this time, I mean, this was over a year ago. And Emily is this tiny little thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a stiff breeze will blow her away. And so I'm looking at all this food she has in the bag and I'm thinking to myself, she can't eat all this. I need to help her. Of course. So I start asking her, can I have this? Can I have that? So she starts giving me treats, right? So this develops and over time, when she shows up here, she brings that little bag with her, and she packs extra stuff for me. That's it's pretty bad that she's got and to actually bring stuff so she can eat. She has to bring stuff for you. And she will, um, 
she goes home and she'll tell her mom, no more of these, but more of this. And one time her mom asked her, she goes, well, why don't you want any more of those? Because Victor doesn't like them. I can't believe that. You are literally hustling the working students. And then mom was here. I know. And she asked me what I need to oh, put on the shopping God. list for the snack bag. That's just... And now, every Monday morning... Do you understand this, right? Because you know with me, when we go to the grocery store... No, 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 no. no, no. That's no. why I put, put it, it on back. Emily's list. Right, because honestly, you know with me... And I haven't, haven't figured out how to get a pie in that little bag yet. No, the only thing that you've done... Yeah. The I've only done th- nothing wrong. Cool. Okay, I'm calling you on this one. Okay, so everyone knows my boundaries. They know it's like left, right, this, and everyone knows it. And Victor's same thing is, can I get... And I'm like, no. And, you know, because that's pretty much the answer. It's always no. It's always no. Um, <laughs> so I so, have to ask Emily. Right, or... All of a sudden, we go through the checkout, and we're going home, and I'm emptying the bags, and guess what? There are items that came home that I did not I put in no the cart. I have no idea who put those in the basket. There were M&Ms. No, there was there not. There were M&Ms. When, I'm, when I am unloading my bags at home, I know I did not put that bag of M&Ms in the cart, but yet, it was checked through. I didn't put them there. Mm-hmm. See, and if you're going to do this... A side note to keep them off their game. Every once in a while, you throw something healthy in there. He like last time, fish. I threw fish in there, and he, I'm not a fan of fish. He and actually so threw a box of I, fish and the M and M, so I would be like questioning. So when I told her, what is this goes, mental? Did, this is really mental. She goes, "How did those get in the cart?" I said, somebody "You know, else. somebody must have confused our cart with theirs and threw them in there." You know, that is he. Victor is so afraid. <laughs> he is so afraid to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Oh, yeah. But it, I had you going for over an hour. I know. I'm like. But you couldn't figure out. They really threw fish in our cart? Uh-huh. Yeah, Lori. It wasn't me. I don't know how that fish got in the cart. But I'll <laughs> eat the M&Ms, Lori. Yeah, but I can eat those M&Ms. You can return the fish to the store if you want. Wow. <laughs> Living with a three-year-old, you know? I know. But back to Emily. <laughs> All of a sudden now, it started because I don't, it's, you know, during the summer, I see her a couple days during the week, but during the winter time, she's only here on Sundays, and Sunday is my day to do paperwork, mm-hmm. so I spend it mostly up in my office, and her and her sister Amber take care of the horses in the morning, and so Emily has started when I, it happened one Monday morning when I walked out there, she leaves me two granola bars on top of the beet pulp Wow. Barrel. So wow. I have my granola bars. Offerings. And she knows I'm going to get them because you never go to the barn that early in the morning. Why would I? You know, so she knows that I have they're people. for me. Now, see, I think she leaves two, one for me and one for you. Okay. But I eat them both. Nice. I don't want them to spoil. Nice. You know, granola bars don't have a long shelf life. Right. That's like yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know, from ten the years. time you see them, 10 minutes, and yeah. then they have to be eaten. 10 years later. You know. But anyways, back to the feast with Aileen. Wow. How did you digress off of that? You brought up food. So that's where we ended up. Remember the cinch is a little tight. Now, you can go to you can go to Hoofbeats for Healing and you can sponsor a therapy horse if you like. You can go to www.hoofbeatsforhealing.org and click on sponsor a horse and you can do everything from sponsoring uh, treats for that horse, you can pay for one of their farrier visits or you can sponsor a horse for its entire month of care and anywhere in between there and we appreciate any help that we get from anybody. You can also donate if you have a PayPal account. You can donate by going to www.paypal.me slash hoofbeatsforhealing. 
and you can donate directly from your PayPal account there, and it'll go. And all of it. these are tax deductible. It's a 501c3. So if you have that extra money sitting around and you don't want to give it to the government <laughs> and you want to give it to a good, <laughs> a good wow, organization, wow, dig today. Um, just go there and donate. We'll be happy to take it. Uh, extra hay, tack, anything like that that you have left over, or they can email you where Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. You just never cease to amaze. Or you can email me at Victor at hoofbeatsforhealing.org. Oh, my. And we'll make arrangements to pick the stuff up or make arrangements for you to drop it off. Also, make sure you're following Hoofbeats for Healing on Instagram. Mm -hmm. They're up there also. Uh, they're not on TikTok yet, but that should be coming soon. <laughs> and we'll get that on there. And we'll put links to all of that in the show notes. And now, with Rich Leano Farms, remember that we are setting our spring and summer schedules now. So if you want to set up riding lessons... Or training horses. I am almost booked solid. And you are pretty much booked. I think mm -hmm. you've got one or two slots open over the summer. But yeah. other than that, you're booked solid. I take solid. a very limited amount very of Very limited number training. of horses in for training. Uh, you do have some lesson spots open. Those um, are closing quickly. Those are closing quickly, too. So make sure that you either call the farm at 218-557-8762 or email you where? Lori at hoofpeaceofLori.com. I'll take it all from there. And let it go from there, and we can get you set up for your riding lessons. We're also taking applications right now for working students, which is what we talked about earlier in the show. If you're interested in doing that, make sure you contact us at Rich Leano Farms at 218-557-8762. We're also accepting, I think we have spot for two more uh, interns that will work into our equine assisted therapy program as equine specialists. So you can contact us at that same phone number and we can get you started and tell you what all of that entails. And also remember too, we're always looking, if you're just looking to spend a day with horses, you're not up to the point where you want to take lessons yet and just want to come out and see what we're about. We have volunteers that come out here all the time. Bring your family with you if you want to brush horses, clean stalls, clean tack. We love volunteers. Mow the lawn. We take volunteers yeah. for everything. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to volunteer, you can contact Lori where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. Or you can email me at victor at richleyarmfarms.com, and we'll be happy to get you set up with that. And if you have a group that's out there and you have an upcoming equestrian event that you need help promoting. We're actually really good because hopefully the Girl Scouts are also coming back is what we're doing is we offer Girl Scout badges here. Correct. So Correct. that means your Girl Scout leaders contact me and we will set up a day for you guys that we can put on a clinic for you and then you girls can get your badges. Because we've done that badges. a couple. We've, we've done, done that. that a few times. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're doing that and if you have a, um, an event coming up that you want help promoting Please email us, and we'll be happy to get it onto the show and let people know where that's going. And make sure that you follow Hoofbeats with Lori on Instagram, which is what we talked about earlier. And make sure that you are downloading and subscribing on your favorite podcast format, which can be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuned In, Google Podcasts, along with about 100 other platforms. Just go in there, search Hoofbeats with Lori, Hoofbeats is two words, and it will pop up and you can subscribe. And we also want to remind everybody who is the sponsor of this show, Lori? This week's sponsor is Healing Arts Chiropractic, Wapita, North Dakota, Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer. Well, you know, Lori, with that, I'm going to go put on my waterproof boots and make my way over to the barn to see how muddy it actually is. So, I'm out of here. Happy trails. Happy trails.